I, I think seeing um, seeing Ty begin to engage um, and he's in the middle of an activity of helping someone, which is not really his thing. I think Carol would come to assist the rover or the, the vehicle that he's picked up um, to kind of take that off his hands. So I think she'll say over the comms, I am... Um, I got, I got this one. I got this one. Uh, coming in from above. And the tentacles that had been sweeping the ground previously now kind of retract up to a like more um, medium height and dangle down like the things that wash your car at the car wash. And they will uh, kind of latch onto the vehicle and attempt to like lift it up and away using the speed of her mech to kind of accelerate their pace and she'll say on the comms yeah you get to do what do what you gotta do um uh, major uh i i don't want to i don't want to get in the way of um you're fighting i just really want to talk to him though only one side of all of the missile bombardment systems opens up <laughs> but it sounds like carol you are trying to finish the task of making sure that this uh reclamation team is safe so go ahead and make a maneuver roll um, do I have any assistance on this role? Just, just asking for a friend. The friend is me. I'll say this. You're using your vehicle, so I'm going to say this is actually going to spend one quirk. So one of your quirks has to be used, and you can roll another die. And why don't you explain which quirk is used, how it's used, and then roll the die. I think I'd like to use light-footed, my quirk. Um, I It says footed, but I kind of imagined... Um, with the propulsion of the mech, it's like very like a like a hummingbird, so it can kind of like shift direction rapidly um, and kind of can move with the wind. It's I think probably Ruse automated some sort of um, I don't know uh, aerodynamics so that it's a little bit more streamlined. So I would use that quirk of this mech to um, kind of go at a strange angle and be able to pick up enough speed to sc- scoop them up with my. Uh, mech hook. And unlike Roosevelt who has the postcard on his dashboard of the place that he loved and was destroyed, she didn't have anything from the wreckage. Um, so all she has is uh, like a scrap of her report card. She was young at the time that it happened and it's like torn in half and like some of the answers are wrong and at the bottom is just like a note, handwritten that says like, try again next time, but like with a little heart exclamation point at the end. Um, just some handwritten note from someone that commented on her second grade work. That is a one and a six. Okay, well, a six is a success. So um, we're going to say that this clock is now filled. Uh, why don't you describe the, the, the final push to get these rovers out of harm's way? She hooks into the car one hook on the front, one hook on the back, and just kind of swoops it up and lifts it up. And her, all of the thrusters at the bottom of the mech fire, and she kind of does it and then moves forward, just kind of flies near Ruse, and on the comm says, We got him, Ruse! We got him! They're not, they're not gonna die on a Wednesday! <laughs> not on a Wednesday! <laughs> you hear over the intercom the, the reclamation team saying, Thanks, last flag! We're, we're heading back to Altatopia now! Good, good, good. Uh, I think they they just give like a, a shadowed thumbs up from the cockpit to uh, to Brain. So the blasphemers are still down there, basically trying to shoot on on. The yeah, judge, it looks right? like a, a kind of squadron of blasphemers, all in in all terrain vehicles, are heading towards uh, uh, Judge's location. So from the clouds, uh, I think blaring into the sky, breaking all manner of stealth, but giving him at least the charge on the moment he's doing it. Uh, You hear a car horn that plays the call to the post, um, and a loudspeaker breaks up over, like coming from the heavens that scream, Let freedom ring, you skrunk motherfuckers! (laughs) He uh, descends completely, 
uh, wielding a spear that in, in the back is essentially the flag of the last flag. This big black uh, uh, banner that we probably should talk about an icon. Uh, sh- we shouldn't put a flag on a flag, but that's what I was Yeah, seeing. no, we should absolutely put a flag um, on a flag. Go ahead. So the last flag is a black uh, uh, banner with a black flag that is planted into the earth that I guess has a black flag on, on the, the flag. flag. <laughs> the flag keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> it just continues. <laughs> but it's wreathed around in laurels and this like a silver earth that it's pierced into on the logo. But he's wielding it as a spear and on the end uh, the the metal uh, degrades into this like conjoint, uh, this disjointed like pulled apart uh, compartment of it that then exposes this red lasered uh, spear tip. And he is literally fast as he fucking can. Uh, he's going to implement his quirk, which is called Just Straight Gas. And he is going to plummet to the earth on top of the blasphemers with that spear and hopefully battle them until one remains for care. Okay, so you're going to kind of pile drive into this group. Feels like a battle. This is a risky uh, position with a, uh, we'll say, great effect because of the fact that you were hidden. And I've got a six. Incredible. Why don't you describe the scene of destruction? I think that uh, you said there's five of them? Yes. About, yeah. I think that he lands on one of them as his legs deploy halfway through, and it just crunches the center of the SUV as it contorts around his leg. Pierces another one through the like side passenger in through the driver's side with the spear. He kicks another and it just goes sailing off in the direction of a Godzilla horizon. Um, and with his last action, if he can, he's going to try and you know secure one. I would say that this is a small enough contingency on a sixth success. You're able to destroy most of them. There is still okay. a large contingency of blasphemers closer to Godzilla, and I'll say that this moves the clock of getting rid of the blasphemers three out of six on that blasphemers clock. All right. Well, then I think my last action would be to wrap the hands of Deus around, like, the final one of that detachment and just sort of lift their car into the sky uh, and keep it there until, until Carol comes to collect. Over the intercom of all your systems, uh, the the kind of public intercom that you could communicate both with yourselves and with anyone that is on the same frequency, you can hear the person that is inside this vehicle. It sounds like a raspy old man. and uh, He comes over and says, Stay away from Godzilla! He's on his holy pilgrimage! What? <laughs> You'll see when Altotopia is destroyed, we'll be able to ascend to heaven with Godzilla! He, he's on a... Carol, he's on a pilgrimage. I don't know how to talk to this I, It's a Wednesday. I hear you, I hear you. Hang on, I'm coming back around. Gonna do a hard turn back over once the car is clear. And um, I would like to think they all have megaphones on the outside so they can just mech blast at people without getting out of the mech? Yes, I think so. Um, if you don't get out of your mech, though, you're going to have to make a manipulate roll. As they can't see you, they're just kind of interfacing with the mech. I I do pull the car up to the mech's facing, almost like a drive through window, <laughs> just in case you did want to get out and talk to them that way. Yeah, I think just for the, the narrative drama of it, the uh, windshield of her dome will open up like a little slice and she'll clamor out um, still kind of holding on to the side so that she's steadied and can kind of pop back in if needed Um, but she'll take her helmet off and like look directly into the face of this person in the car I need to know how you feel about Godzilla (laughs) you're trying to consort with this person right or command them Consort. Um, She is confused. She thought she knew everything about Godzilla, and so she's consulting another expert. Um, This was a risky position, and I think that it would have a standard effect. 
you're going to make your consort roll. I think because you don't have any dots in it, it's just a, a fortune roll, two die, and you're going to take the lower number. All right. Over everyone's headset, you just hear, that'll do it. We've already established that she that she has powers beyond us. Three and three. Three and three. You hear over the rusted intercom system of his car, and he says, All you need to know is that he's God, and I'd do anything for him. And you see him reach for a button on his console. And that's when the machine, the entire vehicle, explodes. And you are mere feet away from it. And I'm going to say that because of this poor roll of yours, you're going to take some harm unless you'd like to try to resist that harm. Um, she'll try to resist in the, just a reactive way, like ducking by, behind the glass of her mech. But of course, whatever reaction time she has to kind of try and duck and dodge some of it. And for narrative flair, when the blast goes off, she, in her way of repeating things, was going to repeat God. So that's the word she yells as the explosion goes off. God! <laughs> so I'm going to say, at best, you can make one roll to attempt to resist this. Two. All right, you're going to roll dice equal to the attribute, and you're going to suffer six stress minus the highest die result. So, you are going to suffer four stress from this, and you are going to go from a level two amount of damage to a level one amount of harm, and we'll say that you are singed as, you know, there's this explosion, and you have just enough of a reaction time to leap back into your cockpit, and only some of the fire kind of rolls over you and burns your shoulder and the side of your body. Carol's hair is always messed up and it's even more like sticking up on all odd ends and all of the octopus arms on the mech are going like this. (laughs) Okay. I think this man sacrificing himself has drawn the attention of the rest of the blasphemers. Another contingency of blasphemers starts heading in your way. These guys have ordnance. You start seeing bombs being sent in your direction. And I'm going to ask somebody to make a move, or else you're going to get hit by them. We got the we got the people out. They're gone. Carol got one person to talk to. Blew himself up. That's what all of them are going to do in Ty's mind. They gotta go. You are in a, I'll say, desperate position, and it will have a standard effect if you succeed because they are still shelling you. So there's still a chance for your team to get hit. So go ahead and make a destroy roll. Ugh. I'm gonna push myself, because that's a one to three. I'm gonna add I'm just gonna add a die. For the best, expect the worst. Yeah, three's gonna be the highest I get with that one. <laughs> so you were in a desperate position. And a three, this is the worst outcome. You will not succeed, and you're going to experience a desperate consequence. Me specifically, right? You specifically. Here's what is going to happen. You're going to fire at these missiles in the hopes that you can destroy them. But at the last second, they all begin to kind of spiral. Some out of control. It almost seems like it's a reaction, a kind of uh, uh, anti-bombardment or deterrent. And while some of them break off and kind of explode into the ground, many of them spin and are able to miss your attack, and they begin striking you. You're going to take three harm from a massive bombardment. I'll attempt to resist. This is what I made my this is what I made my thing for. All right, your vehicle is going to be making this resistance. What you're going to do is you're going to exhaust four quirks minus the chosen attribute rating of uh, what you chose. So if your attribute rating for destroy is one, so you're going to have to spend three quirks to resist. I'll get rid of military war- workforce. Ominous appearance because I just got pelted and uh, lightning boosters, which I just pelted because I thought it sounded cool. So you take, you you spend all of these things. You know, you you let off every rocket that you have. You um, begin using your blinding boosters to dodge some of these hits. Some of them do hit you, and so also your ominous appearance is uh, beaten down as there's now holes and 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 you know burn marks on your uh, chassis. I'm going to say that you're going to take a level two damage, and it is going to be. 
How can we describe you now? Shelled. Shelled. Shelled is a, a good example. And now, because you've taken two damage, anytime you make a vehicle attribute roll, you're going to be minus one die. Time to start taking these blasphemers seriously. What's the move? After seeing, at this point, two of us take some serious damage, I think Sabi was programming something during all of this. And after that second hit, the whole screen just like goes negative. And you see uh, like a, like strokes of lightning begin to shoot off of their mech. Like a, like a storm is coming from them and it starts like firing in the direction of Godzilla eventually, but also towards the blasphemers. I want to um, use an ability called Tesla uh, that causes AR confusion. And I'd like, if there are any sort of cars that blow up, that they are convinced to blow up in this lightning storm. Gotcha. You're hoping to, to kind of subvert the systems and cause some uh, some explosions and some destruction. Let's, just, let's destroy. Yeah, definitely going to push myself. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> not great. You're going to spend that stress and you get another die. It was bad. It was bad both times. Two. Oh, all right. Oh, what? Nice. We have to get to Godzilla. We're gonna get there. It'll be fine. Yes, I'm gonna use the second tactical genius of this of, of this to, to uh, let them do it without any adding any stress. This is turning out to be a bit of a battle of attrition. And as you are engaging with these enemies, you can see that Godzilla, who has no interest in you whatsoever, is moving right along past you. I'm going to put two ticks into Godzilla getting away. And I'm going to say, uh, now that I've revealed it, it is a clock that is uh, out of 10 as opposed to out of 12. I'm going to say that you take a level of damage, um, Sabi, uh, in that you are trying to uh, affect them. You are able to kind of destroy some of them as you unleash your electrical abilities, but it seems like there's just so many of them, and many of them are targeting you. Uh, you're going to take one level of damage. I'm going to say that you are, um, you've got bullet holes in you. Gotcha. At this point, because of this, uh, kind of desperate position that you're in, I'm going to say that the blasphemers who are convinced that you are going to uh, ruin Godzilla's trek to Altatopia, uh, they're going to continue to attack you. I think they wouldn't know much better other than to just keep wailing away at the toughest guy, which is um, Judge. So Judge... They're going to be attacking you, and I need you to make a roll to try to uh, avoid this damage, or you can just try to continue to engage with them and destroy them before they do too much damage to you. Yeah, I'm just going to destroy. You are in a desperate position because you've been damaged, and I'll say that uh, if it's on a success, it will have a standard effect. Uh, I'm gonna push myself. All right, you're gonna have to spend another two stress. That's a three. Somebody warm up this man's dice. My God. Yeah. Sorry. I think that because of the standard consequence, you're just going to take another level two harm. Could I assist him by taking some of the heat off of him? I'm thinking like I engage like an insane amount of speed to try and like. Get some of those missiles out of the way. Definitely deploy. pictured you yelling "yeehaw!" Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just trying to, you know, jump in front of the the president's bullet or whatever, and deploy like anti-missile measures. You're gonna take one level of stress, uh, Roosevelt. As sure enough, they start turning their weapons on you. Uh, we'll call this level two damage in this instance. So you're not going to take any damage, uh, Ty. I try to do one thing, and then I freaking. Sh- the bed on everything. 
at this point, Carol, uh, sitting in her mech, charred, soot on her face, just breathing heavily, doing her Godzilla snort. <laughs> and she's going to um, look up and see Godzilla moving forward. And even though she doesn't understand what her vision entailed, she does know that she has to complete this mission. So she is going to um, use her sharpshooter ability. Let me do order of operations. I think I have to like take a shot, which is an ability or an attribute. And then I intend to push myself if we're allowing like a pre-push gamble um, because this sharpshooter activates on a push. Sure. So my overall goal is to level one of my, like take those claws kind of come out of the front of the mech and um, have this like very intense looking sniper rifle that kind of unfolds. the metal from the from the claw hands unfolds and levies at Godzilla in the distance, and she's she's gonna try to do a what is that um ah uh, the ATAT wrap up with Godzilla but from a distance ah uh, uh. so like I like it, it's gonna be um like a string with weights on it and the intent is just kind of like slow him down from a distance to allow the team some time to to get over there. Okay. Uh, you're going to go ahead and push yourself, and it sounds like you're going to make... This feels like a bit of a bombard. Um, Carol starts to, like, beads of sweat break out across her forehead. She grits her teeth and rolls a three and a four. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'll say. Because of your sharpshooter ability, you're going to succeed. You fire this extremely long cable that flies, arcs up into the air, and then as it comes down, kind of like, you know, unfurls and begins to wrap itself around Godzilla's tail, successfully locking onto him. Because of your um, less than stellar roll, though, there has been this consistent stomping sound as Godzilla makes his way across, and that stomping sound comes to an end and the silence is almost deafening even the blasphemers kind of stop what they're doing to to draw their attention to see what what's happening what's changing with godzilla and what's changing is that his enormous head 80 meters up into the air begins to turn it turns and it looks down at his tail and it sees this like carbon steel thing wrapped around his tail and he follows the line out into the distance where he sees your mechs. He grabs the cable and he starts reeling you in towards him. As he's doing that, I shout out to Ruse. Do it now. Do it now. Uh, uh, okay. I, yeah. I'm going to ask Carol to make a maneuver roll to see if you can resist Godzilla getting you too close to him. Otherwise, you might take some damage. Alrighty. That's a five. Okay, I think a five is good. Your weapons are stressed, meaning Godzilla is putting all of his effort to drag you in. I'm going to hang on to them. I think part of her seeing Godzilla, this face of a creature that she has cut out, drawn, dreamed about every moment of the day, getting closer and closer, part of her doesn't resist that. Mm. The, the sparks on your tentacles are starting to shoot as the retractor is no longer able to pull you uh, 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 back and you are being drawn any closer to Godzilla. Help! I'm going in! Can I make... Can I, can I use the, the projection to, um, to be- make Godzilla believe that he has already pulled her? He, there's there's a fake one and the real one is sort of cloaked so he'll do whatever he wants to, to do to the fake one okay um I like that uh, you are making a manipulate roll um, I think is is what this feels like yeah That's... I'm going to push myself. If Ruse pauses when I say do it now, my first thought is, oh, shit, you didn't hack the system. (laughs) (laughs) No. Then I have to rely on those assholes, and I'm going to call it in to the summit. Godzilla's pause for the moment. If you're going to do it, do it now. 
We're still warming up the machine, but it's coming along. Just keep him distracted. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Ruse, uh, what was your result? A three. A three. Anybody want to assist? I want to assist, but I don't think it's Roosevelt's bag. I just don't know what he would be able to do with the projection. And he's so focused on these blasphemers that are biting at our yeah, heels. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, uh, the projection does not work. Godzilla simply kind of moves past it, walks through it. And his, his intent is to bring close what, what is uh, trying to slow him down. And the blasphemers are almost... Seems like they're almost ready for this. Like they, they, they were, they were coming for a fight, and you all are um, dealing with them in one way or another. I'm gonna ask that everybody needs to make maneuver or destroy rolls to see if you can manage to destroy them before they destroy you or get out of their way. And we're destroying the rockets that are coming. You, no, us. you can target the actual individuals. I'm gonna spend another two stress. <laughs> This went downhill so poorly. I had so many plans. <laughs> wow. How you doing? <laughs> Doesn't sound good. God. Did uh, anybody succeed? Did anybody roll a five or a six? I rolled a five. I think unless you roll a six, you are still going to receive one level of damage. All of you are going to receive under fire where there's this kind of constant bombardment from them. Just to fill you all in, we have one out of 12 filled to keep Godzilla in the same place. You have mm -hmm. three out of six to make to force the blasphemers to retreat. I think that, that Roosevelt has seen that the blasphemers are just keeping us from doing anything that we actually need to get to. Um, and while ducking out of the ways of the, the missiles to, to help Ty is beneficial here, but they're just going to keep firing and we can't keep dodging. He's going to fly in as fast as he can to get up in front to the other Blasphemer detachment. Uh, the spear is, uh, the flag is back on his back and instead uh, his arms are going to uh, almost double at least at the fists and become these massive big hands that he's just going to go up and start fucking decking people in the face you know punching cars out of the way uh, he's going to take the fight to them I will offer you a uh, consequence roll or a consequence die okay. you can wipe them all out by having a greater effect I will increase the, the effect on this attack the result though will be that Carol makes it to Godzilla how do we feel about this gang I mean, in one hand, that puts one clock off the board completely, and we can better focus on Godzilla. Godzilla, excuse me. Um, on the second hand, we're kind of trapped right next to him, and he's very dangerous to be this close to. I'm going to spin my spark mm -hmm. to negate that consequence. That's my ability of mastermind. It's like you may spin your spark to negate a squad mate's consequence, push yourself when you gather information, or work on a long-term project. I, I will take that. Word. This is a risky position with a great effect. And we've got it. Thank God we got a one and a six. <sighs> okay. All right. So swooping in to save the day, you're just cutting through the remaining forces. I think the first action he takes is to take the remnants of the dude who exploded in his hand and just pelt that shit down onto another car. But yeah, he's just going, uh, wreaking havoc. He wants the Blasphemers gone so he can focus on care. It is too much for these folks who do not have the same level of machinery that you guys have. And sure enough, Roosevelt is able to overwhelm them. The remaining forces just begin scattering to the wind. Godzilla is pulling, reeling in Carol. What's the move? I would very much like to either use Command or Sway to get them to get off their asses and make this thing work now. You're telling me you don't have someone in there typing up a storm that can actually get past the freaking 10 count? You do it now. Go ahead and make a command. We'll say that you you tap into the communications with uh, the, the satellite array folks that are involved and you try to intimidate them into yeah. moving faster. And I'm gonna say this while I'm older. We're out here, 
fucking risking our ass for you, and you're doing, you gonna do us like that? Not on the judge's watch. When you fuck with the judge, the law comes down. <laughs> Four. And you know what? I'll spend this two stress to make, to increase the effect to make that better. Alright, this was from a risky position and you've gone from a standard effect to a great effect. I think what happens is the guys on the other line with voices quivering say Uh, yes, Mr. Judge, sir, uh, we think we found a couple algorithms to make this move faster. And I'll say that you now have three out of twelve of the ticks filled in the Keep Godzilla in One Place clock as the, the array makes whatever it can to move faster. Because of the four, I think what makes sense is that Carol reaches Godzilla. You see this 80 meter tall, that's 250 feet for Roosevelt, a beast. Thank you. You are, you know, floating, you know, several meters below it, and its eyes are now locked on your machine. It almost seems to be taking pity on you. What are you doing? I'm going to use my mech's ability of psychic amplification. Um, and Carol will just repeat what uh the judge has told her to just stay calm and breathe. And it's like time slows down and right in front of this very dangerous creature, she closes her eyes and breathes and tries to recreate that connection with Godzilla and hopefully convince him not to crush her. You're spending a quirk, your psychic amplification, which will uh, give you, you know, an extra die or whatever else you'd like to use if you if you want to improve the effect. But you're going to have to use a vehicle attribute for this, unless you want to open the cockpit and look directly in Godzilla's eyes with your own. And didn't work last time, but you know, what's the, what are the odds it's going to happen again? She'll do that. Um, she opens up the singed and battered door and stands there again, helmet off, just like. At, like loose at her side and she closes her eyes and says Scrog! I am calling for a uh, command or sway roll I think would be appropriate you have no dots in it as far as I can tell correct that is correct so you can use this quirk you can spend this quirk to roll one die I'll take it Holy shit, she's doing it! It's cold. This is a desperate position with a great effect if it works. I'll, I'll use my nimble and light quirk to make it happen, but I want to buy them a few seconds to just like, like to where they're, they're like searching for their eyes. Um, I'm going to jump in the air and use the reflection of the sun to just try to like shine uh, like a reflection in Godzilla's eyes where they have to look down. Uh-huh. <laughs> Those anime sunbeams. Yeah, yes. yeah. Alright, with two die, right. make that roll, Carol. Might make go. a break. This character. A, a five and a three. A five and a three. Alright. I can hear the silence and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Complication is you explode. You're so scared. <laughs> you screech out to Godzilla. You can see the reflection of Geneva getting in his eyes, and his eyes kind of flutter for a moment as he's looking down at you, and maybe it's because of the reflection, maybe it's because of you, maybe you do have a connection, but he seems kind of taken by you. Doesn't feel threatened by you. I'm going to increase Godzilla's clock in that he is able to get away by three. So he will now have uh, five out of 10 filled on his clock to leave as he turns away from the rest of the squad and begins walking with you, looking down at your machine, just kind of studying. I say over the headset. So I didn't tell anybody. (gasps) (laughs) I may or may not have had some ejection pods put into your mechs. So if anyone feels the need to escape right now, mm-hmm. there is a button hidden underneath your seats. Specifically for Roosevelt, it is in the eight. Do not press I the eight. I didn't want to pr- Okay, I was going to press it. <laughs> Carol, as you are carried by Godzilla, you see up close the beast is ferocious and 
angry, but his eyes are almost human. There's almost this quality where you have this sympathy for him. He's 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 a monster because he doesn't fit in anywhere and never has. And for just the briefest of moments, even though you know he could crush you at any second, he just is kind of amused by you and doesn't seem to be threatened by you at all. What is the move, squad? I'll let everyone else go because none of y'all are experiencing this, so... What would happen if you saw Carol in this position? I can't hack a lizard. But you all you have to do is keep them in one place. Can I throw if there's if there is any empty vehicles from the from the people we evacuated, I'm going to throw it in the back of his head. Okay. Uh you can make whatever uh, action roll you think is appropriate for that. <laughs> I would love for it to be engineer. Uh but let's let's <laughs> maneuver. Uh, maneuver works. I think that because his attention is no longer on you, you are in a controlled position, and this mm. will have a limited effect. Okay. Six and a one. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to increase the clock of keeping Godzilla in place by one, so that's four out of twelve. And sure enough, you lob this thing. It's probably something that's still full of gas because it, when it lands on his dorsal fins, it shreds in half and explodes. And because of the success, I'm going to say that, uh, Carol, you see Godzilla grimace and begin to turn. And it looks like his attention is drawn back to the squad. But because of your controlled position, you guys have control of the initiative right now. You said we have a PA system, correct? Oh, yes. Hey, 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 Lizard Breath. That's my friend you got to carry. You carry right there. I put it down before I show you who the real king of the monsters is. Uh, are you trying to intimidate Godzilla? <laughs> you know what? Yes. <laughs> that is adorable. <laughs> if you're just talking to him, you can attempt a manipulate roll. Uh, because he's not close enough, so me coming outside wouldn't matter. Unless me standing outside and then using the PA system. I'll, I'll allow that. Out. I'll allow that. If it works, all of Godzilla's attention will be drawn on you. Yeah, this is part of the reason why I got that uh, escape pod built in. But again, this is intimidation. Yeah, I will stand outside and say this to him. Okay, make that command roll. Uh, I'll say that this is a risky position with a standard effect. Yep, and I... And I, and I yep. <laughs> no five... Two ones. Two, two, two ones. ones. Daryl. Wow. Holy shit, man. Okay. <laughs> if you don't want to push yourself or anything like that... I have... Oh, wait. No, yeah, I can. <laughs> My stress is maxed out now. All right. It's okay. That'll be fine. Oh, yeah, that'll be just fine. <laughs> totally fine. My, my crew is crumbling around me. I would be stressed. I would be stressed. I I rolled again and I got a four that time. Okay. Which I will take over two ones. <laughs> the clock to keep Godzilla in place goes up by one. Because oh. four isn't as bad as it can get, but it's not a complete success. The problem, though, is that you see one at a time, starting at the bottom of Godzilla's tail, the dorsal fin begin lighting up, up his back, and you know what this means. Unless you do something quickly, he is about to fire his atomic breath directly at you, Judge. <laughs> uh. I think seeing this at such close range, Carol will shake herself as if from a stupor, this humanity that she saw is kind of counteracted by the inhumanity of what is happening in front of her. And she'll throw herself backwards into the cockpit and the door closes in front of her. And she'll just start blasting away with all of those little guns that come out of the shell of her mech and just screaming, it's a Wednesday, Skrunker! <laughs> and she's going to just keep firing um, at point blank range up as this is charging. Because you decide to assist, you're going to add two stress to your pool. That takes me maxed. I established in session zero that Godzilla's atomic breath does an automatic level three damage. I'm going to say that that level three damage is negated 
as you begin firing into his chest, basically, and the distraction is enough for his beam that fires out, shoots towards uh, a judge, just misses by a few meters as his head turns to react to the the, the fire of, of your cannons and your weapons. The judge has been spared any level three damage. He's going to see a parachute going down in the background. We've got five out of 12 <laughs> to keep Godzilla in one place. You're nearly there. What's the move, guys? I haven't heard from Roosevelt in a while. Uh, I would like to fly up and punch uh, Godzilla in the face, please. Great. Okay. That's, that's what I've got. Sounds like you're battling. Yeah, yeah. I want to get in close. He's trying, uh, firing that beam. It's distracted him long enough to charge that thing up. You know, Carol gets in the way. I think it's a perfect opportunity to zip in when he's not looking and punch him. He hasn't really paid attention to you much, so I'm going to say that you are in a risky position and that you're, you would have a standard effect. Okay. And I've got a six. Amazing. I'm going to increase our clock. I'll, I'll give it two points since it's a standard effect but was successful, so you have seven out of 12. Godzilla fires his atomic ray. It's off. And in his reaction to getting shot, the atomic breath goes away, and you hear the screonk, powerful roar of Godzilla as he raises his head in the air. And just before he's about to react to Carol, he gets a left hook from uh, Roosevelt and from your machine, Deus. And you are now just kind of flying around his head because even what is Deus a medium size or is medium it a light? Medium size, yeah. So, so you're you're still only about you know, 80 feet in height, you're you're still half his size, and yeah. he's beginning to swat in your direction. I'll say because of that six, he lets go of Carol, and he's now, his attention is drawn to you. Ooh. Seven out of 12, you're close to the end here. Uh, maybe you get a call in from, from Summit headquarters. We're nearly there, just a little bit longer. Uh, I'm going to see, I have two, th- let me, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I would like to use uh, my some of my load to produce a series of mines okay. to sort of sprinkle around Godzilla. But I also think that I would have had like your displays can can tell you where these mines are, so I don't blow you up as well. What role would you like to make? Uh, either maneuver or man- not really manipulate maneuver or battle would probably be right. I don't have a dot in battle, but that also makes sense for what I'm doing. Make maneuver if you would prefer that. Okay, cool. Six and a three. Amazing. Uh, this was a, uh, again, a risky and standard effect. So I will increase it by another two that we now have nine out of 12. We see this battlefield where all four of you are now finally engaging Godzilla, firing your weapons, dropping mines, and he's kind of reacting, you know, occasionally swatting at you or, or you know, going to power up his atomic breath only to get punched again by Roosevelt. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. then I'm shooting. On oh, my array, it's just all targeting Godzilla and they're getting X'd off as just like, friendly fire so my so my smart missiles or whatever the fuck I got just go straight for Godzilla do it oh you're my two dice okay that's a five that's a, I rolled a one and a five there we go okay with a five the clock is going to go up by one so that's going to be ten out of twelve but there is a risky consequence you are all within close vicinity of the Hoover Dam and I think Godzilla is occasionally shooting his atomic breath trying to get you. And one of those times, it actually strikes the Hoover Dam. And the, the cement explodes as the, all the water begins to rush out of it. Uh, maybe you find yourself in the water, you know, during this moment. I'm going to say, unless you choose to resist it, you're going to take a level one damage, which is you are going to be waterlogged as you are, you know, thrown from an explosion into Lake Mead. I'm going to resist this as best I can. I'll spend some armor. So what you can do with this armor is you can negate the damage, basically. You will not be waterlogged if that's what you'd like to do. Yes, that's what I would do. All right, you are not waterlogged, but you now have used your armor unless you decide to use your vehicle load to have additional armor. Okay, uh, mine is not to 
do this clock. I'm sorry, I'm doing something dumb because I know we're getting towards the end of this session I'm, and I'm doing the math for the last session. I'm gonna do a flashback and the flashback is related to the long-term project and it is like a, a vision of him in the, the hangar bay constructing these very large attachments that are like uh, chitinous like thorns almost that are made of this very large steel mm. and they're attached to these carbon fiber uh, uh, cables that run back up into a portion of the uh, dais in that flashback and so he's testing the, the features of that sh shooting back in and then shooting back out and um, it, it's him like you know basically with a specimen from the R&D development or, or biological field of of Altatopolis, uh, uh, um, yes, that's our name. Altatopia. Altatopia. Sorry, um, where like a scale of Godzilla had been discarded or whatever, and he's using this, you know, fraction of it to see if the precision uh, pointers will connect with it. And then coming out of that flashback, I'm going to hopefully extend my long-term project goal a few ticks by shooting these things into Godzilla right now to see if I can start step one of what we are calling God parentheses Zilla killing weapon. Yeah. Right. Okay. Nice flashback. I forgot we could do that. So having nothing to do with the mission? It has everything to do with the mission. We're killing Godzilla, goddammit. This is a complicated flashback, so you're going to spend one stress. Okay. I'll say that this is a risky position, but can have a great effect. Can I expend my quirk unique manual transmission so that he's like whipping the stick shift and going around the second that Godzilla tries to attack him for stopping him from doing this? I'm going to add an extra die to my roll. Yeah, I go for it. This succeeds. Okay, I'm going to go with battle. Two sixes and a three. That's a critical success. Is it really? Two sixes is a critical success. Yep. That's why you're the ace. Describe these kind of final moments as you are pummeling him. I think that, like, um, it's that hyper-engaged engine as he is flying around the hands and everything and, and uh, forgoing the fists as he remembers this project of his. And from the basin, you know, the undercarriage of his car, these big, large, cabled appendages shoot out and connect almost like zip lines into Godzilla's body. And it just manages to hit the chink of the scale correctly to pierce underneath the flesh and find good purchase into Godzilla. And uh, he's doing this on the back scaling, just behind the neck. Um, and in four different juncture points, one at those collarbones and then just under the ribs. And he manages just by zipping across some of those punches, some of those claws from Godzilla to get four junctures into his back. I love the image of you with your, you know, things holding him on his back, kind of reining him backwards. And exactly. it's right around that time that you all hear over the intercom system. We're in place. The beam array is set. Get away from Godzilla. It's firing now. You see above you the clouds suddenly split as this very narrow beam of energy begins flying down from the atmosphere. I'm going to ask all of you to make maneuver rolls. I've got a five on my maneuver. I think this is worth pushing myself on this one. Great. I don't have the ability to, so I'm probably going to die because this is two and drop and choose the lowest for me. Yeah, I was going to ask, can I, can I spend a quirk to add another die on this? Can I spin my redundant system to do this? Sure. <laughs> For description purposes, I basically uh, use the redundant system's power output to like increase my my mech's uh, yeah. ability. I use my intermittent optical camo to roll a five, finally, because the first okay. one was a two. Okay. Uh, and I flicker in and out and take the opportunity when he doesn't see me to scoot away. Nice. Good. Everybody rolled at least a five? Yes. Four. Okay. This beam from the heavens comes flying down and strikes Godzilla on the back just as uh, Roosevelt releases the tethers and flies out of harm's way. You all are tumbled backwards by this enormous rush of oxygen that is pushed away from Godzilla, this kind of 
this sound wave pushes you all. Uh, those of you that roll the five, I'll say that you're able to get away, but you're all kind of discombobulated. Some of you come crashing to the ground as your mech is dragged away. Judge, I'm going to say that you are going to take this level one damage, and we'll say that you are concussed. I'd rather, it's better than just being dead in the water. I, it's fine. Instead of a kind of nuclear explosion where you can't see where it would blind you, you can visibly see the beam striking Godzilla. And there is this kind of warping effect that begins to happen where he's almost kind of shimmering in and out of existence. And for a moment, it looks as if he's trying to resist it, but then his body just begins to kind of relax. His eyes close. And the moment he begins to do that, the ground, the dust that was settled, begins to rise as does he. His enormous feet begin to touch off of the ground of the earth and slowly begins to rise into the air. Godzilla entering a kind of fetal position in reaction to this beam. And you can hear over your intercom people cheering in the command center. You've done it, Blast Flag! You've done it! Uh, uh, you know, and, and you get the final order that those of you that are able to travel up into the atmosphere follow Godzilla. Um, there's no way that Roosevelt's letting this thing get off without his eye on him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he retracts his legs and goes full car and drives out, following oh. into space. Same, same. A full thruster is up there. We're so close, Carol. We got this. We're just moments away. Ro Ro Roosevelt, what? What if I told you that Godzilla reminded me of my family and not just the killing part, but my family family? What? Over. Uh, I would tell you I've never taken a ruse test, but that sounds like you need therapy. Um, listen, Carol, are, are you saying... What are, what are you saying, actually? I didn't even have a guess. I'm saying... I'm saying that people are complicated. Maybe, maybe, maybe Godzilla's complicated. Maybe he's, maybe he's more complicated than I thought. Are you starting to have sympathy for that lizard? He took everything from me, Roosevelt. Everything that could be. Mm. I don't know, though. I don't know. And as you think about what Carol is saying, what it means that there's something more to Godzilla than meets the eye, you just begin to break the atmosphere. Now the beam is clear, this kind of golden light that is transmitting down to Earth and, God and Godzilla is rising up in the middle of it. And now you can see it, what was once secret, now visible to you. You see the zero beam, it is this very large satellite. And as he approaches it, there is this massive dish that is luring him ever closer. And just as he's about to make contact with it, these enormous retractable arms reach down and kind of encompass Godzilla in this mechanical array system. And he seems housed inside the satellite system. And I think that is a great place to stop for today. Buck wild. Right. Buck wild. Hey, congrats, guys. You, you you did it. So much happened. Good. Well, next session, we are going to space, gang. So uh, we'll see you next yeah. time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you in the next episode. Woo. Woo.